Welcome to the Colby Cast, episode 159. Thank you for joining us. Following last week's episode featuring Colby's commencement ceremony speeches, our Colby hosts, Bonnie, Hope, Jordan, and myself, sit down for our first in-person recording of the Colby Cast in Atlanta, Georgia. We were able to catch up and discuss what happens during a Colby commencement ceremony, both during the event and behind the scenes before and after, and to look forward to what's coming up in Colby Academy. We hope that you'll enjoy the show. Hi there, I'm Bonnie, Colby homeschooling mom of four lads and lasses, liturgical musician, popcorn, and podcast fanatic. And this is Stephen, homeschooling father of five and director of development for Colby Academy. And I'm Jordan. As a product of homeschooling, I'm proud to teach Greek and Latin for Colby online and serve as the alumni and public relations director. All right, well, I'm used to seeing Stephen and Jordan and whoever else is in the conversation with us for these these podcast recordings. But today they are not just a Brady Bunch squares on a Zoom call. They are actual people sitting in the same room as I am. It's it's great to be here in person. We're recording a podcast together, Jordan, Stephen, and my sister Hope, who is one of our Kobe Cast co-hosts for the first 50-ish episodes. Hi, guys. It's good to see you all. Bonnie, it's nice to see you. Hey, Jordan. good to see you. Hi. What do we think? We've been here in Atlanta for graduation for the class of 2023. It's been amazing to meet people we have been working with and in class with. It's been a really great experience. What do y'all think? It's always exceptional to get everybody together here. This is only my second time attending the, the Atlanta event, but it's just, it's, you know, we're all virtual all the time. So it's just mm-hmm. such a great experience to actually be able to see the students talk to the parents and yeah. all be in the same place, have, have a meal together too, you know, after graduation. Pretty fun. Yeah. yeah, it is pretty awesome. The listeners might be able to hear the students behind us. It's a full house mm-hmm. where we're recording. The students are getting ready to go. It's, it's the French, I guess, class, right? Whoever could make it, they're flying to France. Is it tomorrow? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. So they're almost on their way out. So a lot of excitement around here, tons of celebration, tons of pictures, tons of food. It was a pretty awesome day. It's been amazing to see current Colby graduation. I'm a 2011 alumna, and I got to go to graduation live my year that I was a senior. It was held in Napa at the Colby Day School, and there were seven high school graduates and three eighth grade graduates and so seeing how much it's grown getting to see people who i had worked with when i was a student and getting to come back and see them again and then it's been wonderful to come and celebrate my nephew and all the other all the other class of 2023 graduates and see how vibrant colby is currently yeah had what 30 graduates come to atlanta and 20 more zoomed in for the virtual component of that. It's neat to see everybody come together. And we had, and then we ended up with a class of what, about 150 seniors? In I think the class? that's what it was. Yeah. That's what Everett told me. Yeah. Yeah, so it's great. Really it's great that so many made it here because mm-hmm. it, it, it is, for most, it's some kind of an investment to get to Atlanta, but I really think it's worth it for all of us. So 
I mean, it was the first time that um, you know some of us in this room had met in person. Which, yeah. and I've I've talked about it on other podcasts that that feeling where it's almost like now we see in part and then we'll see in whole when we get to heaven. It, there is something to that, and and the fact that it's all geared around this event is makes it all the more so. And so, really special time. If any of the listeners can get out here for one of these, you should do it. It was wonderful to meet Bonnie in person. I've heard so much about it. <laughs> see, see what I deal with. <laughs> now, did it start in, here in Atlanta? Because probably because Megan Langle, our chief academic officer, is here, and it used to be at Georgia Tech's. Yeah, we did that one or two years at the Catholic Center at Georgia Tech. Um, and, and then um, we moved to the current location where we did it last year and this year. But before that, I mean, it was, it was more like uh, Hope's experience, I guess, going all the way out to Napa. But we're so spread out. And, and you know, it's, Atlanta is a lot easier to get to than Napa for most people. So we moved it here. And uh, that, that was pretty recent, actually. It's, it's beautiful here in Atlanta. And it is. Yeah, one of the I think the largest airport in the in the world here in Atlanta. Uh, yeah. So, and everything has been so well coordinated with the space where the graduation and so there was baccalaureate mass last night and then graduation this morning and we're recording the podcast in the afternoon and each event on the itinerary has been so well coordinated and just seeing Colby faculty, staff, and families collaborate. Like we had a, this beautiful space for commencement this morning. And then while the graduates were taking pictures outside, the families flipped the space around from like an auditorium arrangement to a luncheon arrangement with tables and chairs and seeing everybody collaborate and participate that way was beautiful to see. It's been neat to meet you guys and other folks that I interact with through Teams and video calls. And, and it so much is, it just seems very natural to step from that format into this in-person one. And, and I've been thinking a bit about the uh, remote nature of our interactions most of the time, uh, the work that we do together and the schoolwork, the, the classroom work that's conducted. That goes hand in hand with coming together to be in, you know, in-person events and and getting to know each other in in that respect in the in like 3D as I was saying, but it, it seems like I wouldn't. I was thinking, trying to think of how I wanted to put this earlier that there's that it is so important. I have found such value. We our family has gotten so much out of the Colby experience and what Colby is able to offer to our family that it is worth it to do the remote study, the remote work. There's also a very important piece of being able to be together in person I like how they i like how they go together yeah and, and some of it is you know there were quite a few students there that their older siblings were also in attendance and they were people that i had gone to their graduations two and four years ago and and that was pretty cool because it, it was almost like you know we usually the first few times i came to these it was the first time i've seen my students but now i'm seeing them and, and hearing they're in grad school and what what they're up to all of that should just grow over these years i think it'll be awesome we'll probably still be around when the uh, when the children or the children of the students are coming here yeah. you know you should have like a homecoming event along with graduation for all the yeah. alumni yeah that's a great idea that's a fun idea yeah 
It's neat to see some of our podcast guests who have been on some of our episodes before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We will uh, look up some of those and put them in our show notes for this so that we can reminisce that way. It's great to check in with them and, and hear about what they've been up to. Yeah, D- Don Prudlow, he's been on <laughs> multiple times. He's I always love getting together with him, and so it was mm-hmm. great. His his son was one of the speakers today, which was was really good. And oh, the whole event was good with the the, the lineup that we had. Dr. Hassler speaking, yeah. and I've heard you know so much about Dr. Hassler as one of the favorite students at Colby, and almost all my students also have a class with him. So I hear about him, and we only interact on on Teams once in a while. But it was awesome to to just immediately. It was like we knew each other. We just had a long conversation and. It was great. We're staying yeah. in the same hotel with Dr. Hasler, and uh, and my nephews were so excited they wanted to get him to play video games with them. I'm like, <laughs> I love that your philosophy <laughs> professor is like <laughs> the guy you want to play video games with at graduation. Well, I heard multiple compliments about his shoes because he's wearing those kind of German-looking leather sandals with the... Uh, yesterday, he had a pair of uh, Colby socks on, so that was his... He was sporting his merch. Who's that? Yeah. I'm not surprised though. Yeah. yeah it's very good. <laughs> it was fun seeing there was a lot of Colby swag around. So I learned this term yesterday. It's called a step and repeat. It's one of the backgrounds that has like a logo printed across it. And you see them at film premieres or various fundraiser events. And so Colby had a step and repeat today that they had the graduates come forward, receive their diploma shake hands with the various people and then stand for professional pictures all very well coordinated yeah film crew was there also which i think we will make it for well i I don't i haven't heard from anybody it's so it just happened hours ago but i there was an invitation to tune in and see it live and so i wonder what that looked like any feedback from anybody I think we had some family watching the live stream of the of the ceremony, so mm-hmm. they were excited to be able to participate that way. Yeah, I was told that it's going to be available the recording at least. So if you if people would, mm-hmm. because some of the families had relatives out in California and Hawaii, and it was a little early for them at six and four or so. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was. I mean, we started at nine thirty in the morning with the ceremony. So yeah, six thirty California time. A lot of troopers in the Colby family, people that came out and adjusted to the time change in one night. <laughs> then we had international students on the Zoom or on the virtual graduation, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. There, I forget where they mentioned, but yeah, there were some. Yep. Ecuador, and the Philippines. Philippines. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Just to like to think about that, the difference between the you know, and Colby were largely a, a virtual community. I mean, whether it's us working and rarely getting to see each other, or all of our families who are really don't get to see, maybe don't see anybody else until graduation, unless you have somebody locally. It's it's interesting. It seems to really work. I mean. I always notice at times it's hard when you don't have that just direct personal contact where for me I can't look at somebody's face and see their facial, you know, their reactions to what I'm saying or to, but we get a little bit of that in our Teams meetings where you can, or on Adobe Connect for students where they can see the other students for, for some time. But it's, it's still, like I think Hope you were saying, it's still really nice to actually 
find out that people are tall or short and, and actually <laughs> shake their hand or give them a hug. And uh, mm-hmm. it's really, it's, it's some combination of that seems like it, it, it's needed to make it work. There are always those surprises. Like I, I, you hear people and they're like, oh, I just, I, you know, it's the biggest surprise was, was that, seeing the person and they're, they're six feet five or whatever. <laughs> right. And for the listener's benefit, Stephen is tall and Bonnie is short. So, <laughs> right. I'm feeling very, very diminutive. <laughs> I'm very short. <laughs> but like throwing it back to one of the very early Colby Cast episodes from after our reboot, we talk about the idea of mediation and, um, there being mediators in some ways teachers are mediators or um, secondary sources are mediators between primary sources and students and there's a time and a place for mediation it's it's a wonderful concept but there's always that something in between and so the technology of being able to build this community remotely I think it's it is inherently mediated Um, you use media for it and then there is this connection um in in the midst of this um community and it's very beneficial but it's so neat to see the community with that intermediate piece removed and being able to speak face to face and have a meal together and take pictures i my nephew was taking pictures with three of his classmates who he's been in class with for a while and they had their arms around each other's shoulders just like if they had been sitting in class together in a brick and mortar school yeah i I talked to a a mother afterwards and she said look at my daughter up there they were on the stage in front of the what what was that thing what did you call it the The step and repeat step and repeat yeah she was up there (laughs) and surrounded by by five or six other girls just just glowing talking to them and she she said look at my daughter up there and she said a couple years ago when we were doing this I was saying she was saying I I have no friends I I don't have any friends I feel isolated and and um she just couldn't believe this how what the relationship they built over these couple years of using this form of mediation connecting people as it is and then removing that I like how you describe that once that's removed then you see that, that that connection was actually organic as much as it may not feel like it. I must have said something right. The angel, <laughs> the angel of... I thought I had turned this off. Maybe. We'll go with that. You said the right thing. Yeah, yeah there you yeah. go. The, an angel entered the room. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think the immediacy is a huge part of actually taking the trip and coming out to Atlanta because there could be the question of like oh I don't I don't need to fly to another state to just walk across the stage mm-hmm. I can I can move my tassel from the which direction to which direction um is it left to right think that's what they were doing right to left it's either left to right or right to left (laughs) well yes it's it's one of those (laughs) top to bottom (laughs) we saw some of those as well (laughs) but like the idea of do we really need to make this investment in the um the challenges of travel and the time and the expense and everything and and so it is so much more than just walking across the stage or moving your castle, whichever direction you move it. Um, because 
it's turning out to be like a three-day event for some of these participants with there was a student social last night with a waffle bar i i thought about seeing if alumni needed to do quality control on the waffle bar but <laughs> they had a swing dance lesson and they had a good time yeah several of the new graduates talked to us today recording some of their one of the questions i asked them was why was it important to come here why why'd you make the trip and several of them said to see the to meet the people that I've been studying with or learning from or any of that, and also to have that sense of closure for this chapter, and to you know, and that kind of tied in with some of the remarks during the commencement ceremony too. That the path to mark that this moment in time and carrying this into the next the next phase. Yeah. yeah, to end something well and to begin at the same time. And, and if, then you're beginning well also, I think, with this. I, I have never heard somebody that's come to one of these graduations and says they wish they wouldn't have. Yeah. You know, it's, it's always, I think it exceeds their expectations every time. And mine too, mine too. Every time I come, I'm, I'm so glad that, that I got invited and get to be a part of something like this. So, yeah, we, I can't endorse it enough. I mean... Definitely worth it. Yeah, I hear from Colby families they want opportunities to get together with with more people, and of course, well, for me, I'd love to have us facilitate that. But it's you know it's always a challenge. Where are you going to have it? It's you've got to make that sacrifice of travel and staying at some place, and and so graduation presents that opportunity, that impetus to actually say, okay, yeah, we're all going to go here. So you'd love to do it all throughout your Colby journey and we'll probably try to figure out ways to do that but we'll need some you know a donor giving may facilitating that would really be nice because there's a lot of expense with moving people around and organizing and, and things like that but it's worth doing it's just yeah how fulfilling would that be to be the the person that helped do that so, you know yeah that'd be really good mm-hmm. What's it been like for you guys getting ready on on your side, Jordan? You were the MC of the event, and and Stephen, you had a lot to do as well, getting ready for just on the logistical side, like the graduation committee that's been working for a while to make this happen. It didn't just get thrown together at the last minute. They, I mean, they did a remarkable job. So I didn't have to do a lot this year, which was kind of nice because I was coming down with my wife and my son, and so you know we just got in and tried to throw in our help when we get here. But yeah, there's there's been a crew of people that have just for months have been making sure all the facilities are there, that everything's lined up, that the, you know, and then um, our chief operations officer Chris Rolls has really did a he he just jumps in and, and when he does he, everything all from moving chairs to <laughs> airport runs or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and, just, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, you can really see the difference when he jumps in and he's organ. He's this is his vocation clearly to to Mm -hmm. keep things operating because he he had everything running really smoothly. But there are a lot of other people, like you said, Bridget and Josh and Megan and Mary out there and everybody who's who's been working to make sure it comes off. But uh, I'm always impressed with how hard everybody works, and I'm I'm meaning you know Megan Megan Langle the 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 big boss of the online academy and she just she gets in there and 
wipes down tables and does everything. So there's all that effort for me, you know, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a little bit lazier, I guess. <laughs> I didn't even write um, the script, so they just hand, they handed it to me, and I and I just read. It. I mean, I did make the the jokes about, or the joke about um, where I referenced the Office, but but. Um, Pretty much, I mean, everything was just completely organized. They just handed me the script, and it was laid out perfectly. You know, stand up and read these words, and sit back down. So that was that was a lot of my efforts, and then just sticking around and, and talking to people afterwards. But it's it's funny. I've never seen The Office myself, which mm. is is crazy. But my son loves The Office, and mm. so he was thinking. As you said, Cornell, he was thinking this line, and he was like, oh, Jordan. <laughs> I, I think everybody was, I mean, that, that knows The Office. I got, I got quite a few compliments afterwards from people who, who've seen that, so it's a really, it's a funny clip. And how it came up for the listeners is one of the speakers today, she's, she's going to Cornell this fall, and um, so she, whenever she was, she's visited a few of my classes this year to connect with her old her old um, classmates and all that, and I play this little clip from The Office, and and it's where he says he says it's it's Cornell, it's the highest rank in the Ivy League, and so I play that multiple times during class, just this clip. So I knew some of the students would, even if they haven't seen The Office, they would they would know it would be our little inside joke kind mm-hmm. of, but yeah. So I I I said that when I was introducing her, said so she's going to Cornell, the highest rank in the Ivy League. <laughs> You worked a couple of jokes into rehearsal <laughs> yesterday too. Some nicknames from Latin class. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, w- I would do more. It's it's kind of weird. I because I, I have to be official. <laughs> I have to be official. I know there's some that would like if I wasn't being official at all, but uh, I'm afraid I wouldn't be able to come back to Atlanta for these things if I <laughs> get the hook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A lot of students eager to meet you in person and, and talk to you and tell you stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of my favorite part of the of the whole thing is that I mean, um, and and a lot of time. I mean, there is some. There was a family there with a, a their daughter was graduating, and and they and I had taught her older brother and her older sister who were both here also, and I'd never met any of them. It was the first time they were able to come for the the graduation. And it was just awesome. I mean, I can't tell you how much I could probably go to almost any state in the country and, and stay for free now because they're all we have an extra room now that this guy's moving out or whatever. <laughs> so. Right. Well, I think in addition to the older siblings, it's really good for younger siblings too. So, mm-hmm. all four of Bonnie's kids are here, and I was asking them at lunchtime, like, okay, so what do you think about in a couple of years the next one? And then I think the youngest it's about five years and so that gives them something to look forward to something to kind of remember as motivation on the hard days for middle schoolers who may be facing down that ninth grade year that is the dreaded ninth grade transition of getting used to the high school workload having the entire experience of the celebration and the sense of accomplishment and the sense of completion of having seen graduation, I think would be something that would be really great for them as they work toward that themselves. In meeting a few of the teachers they'll have, so now they will have that, they already have that connection when school starts that, oh, I met you in person, and kind of scale back some of that, the unknown factor of 
How's this gonna go? Yeah. Our, our rowdy um, students here are, are uh, trying to make it onto the podcast. And see <laughs> if not. Every hour they're closer to Paris. That's a, getting more and more excited. <laughs> We're going to title this episode whatever, whatever, featuring the Colby students, like, like a guest artist on a song. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I don't have my dog here, so he can't, he can't sound bomb us like in the early days of the rebooted Colby cast when he would bark. Yeah. He's making his cameo. They're making their cameos. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's really too bad Colby kids don't have any fun when they get together. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're they're enduring, aren't they? They're making the best of it. <laughs> so, how many of the students have you met before before you came today? Um, it's hard to say. Um, I, I would I would say maybe ten that that I've that I've met students and and former students together. Yeah, probably about ten of them. So from your interactions with them in class to now meeting them in person, is it have you had any that are like I had I had that one very wrong or that person seems so different or even any of the you know the people you interact you work with that you now you've I, met. I think that sometimes students um, feel that way about me more than uh, than I do about them because I I've, I don't see them very much on camera and so I kind of have an idea of what they'd be like or yeah um but students I think because in in class it's it's just so different because I'm, I'm just trying to make them laugh and joking and all that and and then I'm, in these situations it's everything and and everything is happening really fast I'm meeting a bunch of different people really quickly so yeah. and their parents and so many times their parents tell me that they they love listening to the class um, for the jokes or whatever yep and yep. I, I I always feel a little uncomfortable because I can't remember what I've said (laughs) but I I love it they bring back memories of places I lived before or the room that I used to teach in and they ask about my kids and it's like they know my family very well so that's always nice it's nostalgic in a way it's a frequent topic at our family sporadic Saturday breakfasts about what has Dr. A been up to this week because Jordan has had one of my nephews and one of my nieces in his Latin class this past year. And so anytime like we need a laugh or are trying to get people involved in the conversation, we can be like, so what did Dr. A do this week? <laughs> well, that was what was so fun, like today, to be able to sit down at lunch. So I'm, I'm looking for a place to sit and then, and then Hope said there's room here. So I'm sitting by a, a student and a future student and Hope is there mm-hmm. and Bonnie's there and... and getting to know the students, uh, you know, and w- there are some, like that, in that case, it, everybody is just like I would expect them to be, I guess, you know, and, and so they have the same personalities and, and all of that. I, I I wouldn't recognize a lot of the students, though, with, until they come up and I'm looking at their name tag, and so to try to not make them feel bad, but I haven't seen them very mm-hmm. much, you know, so. Yeah. It's a case where they know you better than... You know, yeah. yeah, it takes a, takes a minute to kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. especially students from the past. There was a girl there that I taught three years ago or something, and she was graduating. And with her, though, it was, it was strange. She was looking at me. She and her mother were, were looking at me, and I could tell they were trying to figure out, is that is that him or not, from a distance. And it, all of a sudden, it clicked. 
and I, and it was like the sound that was happening earlier. I, <laughs> her name came back to me, yeah. just yeah. just like that. And um, so sometimes that happens. Well, it's got to be a different experience for you than for the students because when you're a student in an online class, like all of them are hopefully paying attention to the teacher, mm-hmm. but then you have all of them that yeah. you're probably trying to gauge engagement levels and yeah. who has questions and who's goofing off. And y- yeah. So they have more focus and you have more, um, you have a broader amount. That's not going right. to happen. You have a lot yeah. more to keep track of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with multiple classes and then and all of that so it's i do get an impression but um of of each student and sometimes it stands out more you know uh i have this one student named amelia who it really stands out to me so i'll never forget her she's really awesome (laughs) so um steven you have an 11th grader who came with this year so i would be curious what his thoughts are knowing that he's going to be well i think we might have to say year. that i had an 11th grader i think oh, my wife has disowned him since, uh, <laughs> as he collected all of the uh, name things all over his suit <laughs> he did have what 30 or 40 name tags yeah, by the end of the day pretty impressive he was collecting everyone's name tags and um sticking them all over his suit jacket and I thought it looked pretty awesome. I guess uh, your wife didn't agree. She, I guess she didn't. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to coming back when when he, this is. He came last year as well, so this is his second year at graduation. But this will be. You know, we'll get to come and, and celebrate that next year, which will be a lot of fun. Love to see how many of the kids get to come along with, and who has to stay back and take care of the pets. <laughs> Man, that was a big thing today because I know so many students that live on small farms, or they just have chickens in their backyard and dogs and all that. And that that is an instant. Anyone out there that if you want something to to talk about with somebody, you know, they have pets and they're traveling. Who's watching your your dogs? Who's taking your? They're happy to tell you for somebody. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> big thing that's yeah. high up on the list of things to take care of yeah, yeah who's taking care of your dog <laughs> my dog is boarding at his vet mm-hmm. and i was working and so our mom took him to the vet and i think he offended her because the dog was so excited to go into the vet's <laughs> office <laughs> that yes. mom was like okay <laughs> don't miss us too much <laughs> that's <pretty> right funny. <laughs> So we, my wife was only able to come along because my daughter had just gotten back from college, so we had somebody with a driver's license at at home, so she could watch my my other three that didn't come along. But. Yeah, there are always these adventure stories of how people got here. Who's watching what? There was somebody showed me yesterday. Their son was flying a crop duster and took a picture of their house from the top, for some, which they were like, wow, look at this. And it was right, right then. It was a picture from then. Mm-hmm. And then someone else, I won't mention the names, but uh, somebody had just gotten their driver's license and their father was letting them drive so that he could read on a long road trip. And next thing they know, the the guy got pulled over, The police, he was speeding. The father didn't recognize it, and he only got his driver's license three days ago, and or three days before this happened, and so he was let off with a warning. He didn't even have the license. It was like the little paper that you unfold, <laughs> and probably the best lesson he'll he'll get in driving uh, for a long time. No way. Yeah. <laughs> 
gets to the stress level. <laughs> so for a beginning driver. Those of us who flew had like the solidarity of we got up at three thirty, other people got up at four thirty, somebody had to get up at two to get to the airport on time. There were a lot of folks like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone was still standing. They didn't have that glassy eyed look. We had a good time. It was worth it. Nobody passed out. That happens a lot at graduations for some reason. And uh, mm. everyone ha- held it together. Yeah. I wonder how, for how many of them it is officially summer break now. Mm-hmm. I asked some of the, the graduates, like, so do you feel any different? Do you feel... And, and what I mostly heard was, it, I think it'll, it'll set in in a few days. So mm-hmm. they were still on the, the high from everything, I think. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting point we make, Bonnie, because when I graduated from Colby in the days when we used stone tablets and walked uphill both ways to <laughs> not go to a brick-and-mortar school, <laughs> when I graduated from Colby, the ceremony was in July. It was on July 15th, and that worked out pretty well because we were always, like, at least a few weeks behind a regular schedule, so I had not finished my 12th grade classes until the end of June and then I had like two weeks before graduation but if it had been in May um, I would have still had about six weeks left to do and so having it in May now makes sense with the online academy having a lot more people um, on kind of that nine month schedule but yeah we would we'd tell people that I was graduating in July and we'd get funny looks (laughs) yeah we had some conversations about that actually because you know there was some confusion about what graduation is and it's like well okay if you attend the ceremony it doesn't necessarily mean that you've graduated mm-hmm. graduation mm-hmm. is when you get your diploma and you've got all of the your final transcript and all of that stuff so I, I assume that if you in your situation you could have had the provisional uh, you could have walked <laughs> onto the stage yeah. but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. but then you, you'd have to start to finish up. <laughs> yeah. That's been happening around us. A lot of the big schools have had their graduation ceremonies and then they go back to school for a few more weeks. Like, mm. so, there's some, the cognitive <laughs> dissonance there, like how that would be very difficult to get back into that headspace of, okay, you got to do some more schoolwork now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, definitely. There's mm-hmm. be no way they could have dragged me back into high school after <laughs> yeah. that graduation. Like, that's what this means, right? My diploma. Yeah. I'm sure they don't hand over the diploma is, is what they... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. My kids have had such a good time meeting their classmates that they've been they've been talking with and interacting with, but now they've, they've gotten to meet some here in person, and, and I think that has really bolstered their excitement of, and their sense of, like, this is my school, this is my community, and... Mm-hmm. Well, we have, we have so much more in terms of, like branding and, and awareness which from from a not at all from from like a secular point of view from from a very um christian point of view it, it's i think it's really important to to help people feel like this is colby and to feel this this sense of pride because it's it's all done just to make an identity for the school which transfers to the student they graduate from Colby, which is this place, and it looks like this, and it, and these are its symbols and all of that. Which mm-hmm. I thought that was really awesome. I mean, I I was in a at a conference in in Long Island, New York, 
And the Colby people that were there came up to me and they were wearing Colby hoodies and they had different different people. They had Colby merchandise with Mm -hmm. them. And we connected like we're part of the, the family, you know, and they were... They were really proud when we got a shout out from one of the speakers. They looked back at the the booth where I was standing and like, yeah, there we go, we're Colby. So I I think all of that's really great. So you get a lot of that at the graduation when you come. Yeah, that was another question we were asking some of the folks who came to talk to us, like why Colby, if if you have so many choices and ways to accomplish this, why why Colby? It was neat to hear their various answers. Mm a few, few of the common threads running through were the the solid curriculum, the liberal arts curriculum, the the faithfulness to the magisterium, and and the, just a solid foundation that that their kids come away with and and carry with them. It's but it's neat to hear the various responses. I I feel I do an injustice to them to paraphrase. I I won't get it, but we'll put it all together You'll so people it. can yeah. hear it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So there were some new awards this year at graduation. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me about those? So I'm relatively new here still, but moving away from the old different tran- or diplomas that they had. Mm-hmm. So they had the Summa and the, the mag- Magna and the Standard was what it had been, right. yeah. And they decided to kind of simplify that a little bit to, you know, just to make things easier, but wanted to bring in the recognition for students who really kind of embraced our curriculum or really wanted to achieve things in particular areas. So, yeah, I think I'd have to see if I can get them all right. There's like the the top one is the St. Maximilian Colby, which is kind of doing Colby the way the founders kind of, I think, saw that it should be done and, and has developed. It might not be the it's it's intense, so it might not be the right thing for every student. But that's kind of I think where it's there. And then the Saint Ignatius of Loyola Award is again kind of a broad thing, but without I don't remember quite the differences between that and the Saint Maximilian Colby. Um, but yeah, we've got the Saint John Paul the the Great think, uh, with studying a lot of languages, the Saint Albert the Great um, for sciences. And I'm missing one, I think. Not mm, much. Thomas Aquinas. Mm, so, yes, yeah. St. Thomas Aquinas for mm. the humanities, I believe. Mm. Thomas Aquinas, you, how could you miss that? I know. <laughs> how embarrassing. <laughs> but, but I think, yeah, so that, so that there could be recognition for the excellent work that students are doing. And those are really rigorous courses, so, so it, it should be celebrated when you do that. And this, you know, I think they, they they had some beautiful imagery, I think, that are on those awards with uh, Beartus. So Beartus, Catholic, put together images of the different saints in sort of a metal format. So I think that's what they all got in there. Uh, Chris Rolls, again, our CEO, had been showing images. That were being, so, yeah. So it's, I think that one thing that's really interesting about Colby with with those awards that's an outgrowth of it it's it's that we it's easy a lot of places can stoop down to the lowest and make accommodations for for people that need extra help or or just students that aren't that intensive or whatever but it's harder to reach up I think and and accommodate those who really want to excel and we try to do both at Colby and that's I think these awards are really a reflection of of that sort of 
helping families that where they really want their children to be challenged um, be able to do so. Yeah. So what do you guys have on tap for summer? You're writing, Jordan, you're working on your Father Reinish translation. Yeah, Reinish, Reinish uh, is the, the number one focus. So I'm not, I'm resisting thinking beyond that right now. I'm just okay. like, I want to get that done and hopefully this summer, that's the goal. Yeah. What about you guys, traveling? I think Are after there? this week, traveling's mostly done mm -hmm. but uh then it's back to back to work working on financial aid we have a financial aid campaign that has to come up we we had a new system with colby for signing up this year but one of the things that didn't get put in there is the opportunity for people to make donations as they're signing up for classes so mm -hmm. we've got a lot of work to do to meet the financial aid so that's going to be that's going to be some work um but also podcasts um yeah. try, working you know, we've got some things going on right now where we've been talking about kind of what's the future of homeschooling so you know online programs pretty established now they know what they're doing what does it look like for somebody who's just purely homeschooling in colby and what do those parents need what could we be doing better as colby to to make sure they've got everything they need to to be successful in that. And some of that might be pulling in a course here, a new, maybe we've got some new services that we've talked about on a previous podcast with support services, maybe some of that, but maybe it's just some, some of the things we do where we can you know, give them more information about a, a book or about what the point of a course is, or and our advisors right now are, are working kind of small groups of parents to bring them in kind of monthly and talk about things. So we want to build the community and we want to get, like we were talking about here with the graduation, see what we can do to get people more connected and get them the help that they need to, that they can be successful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to our conversations here more about the work you guys have been doing together, refining the vision and, and what the Colby way is and, and the, the pillars that Colby is. You know, rest upon that I'm really eager to hear those thoughts that you guys have been working on and talk to more folks. Yeah. Yeah. We, we Stephen and I meet a couple times a week to work on these things and um, it, it's been good. It's, it's kind of like a discovery. I mean, a, a part of it is, but it's more like we're trying to articulate and see what the things really mean. The pillars of Colby, what does that really mean for a family and what's most relevant and, it, it's fun it, it's it's fun it feels like a big challenge but it's it's a fun one so i enjoy it yeah and it's really important as we're as we're talking about being remote and getting bigger to do that sort of thing because when everybody was in napa and and you had the founders there and everybody's in an office it's really easy to soak up the mission but if you're going to have people really out there working and doing colby stuff but they're only seeing other people on teams and limited interactions we have to make sure everybody in the organization really understands those 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 pillars so that they can do everything in light of those but the decisions they make will be made in light of those things so that's it's it's essential that we we do it now but it's also a lot of fun and yeah and it's you just see how well things were thought out really by the founders yeah. and, and well which is a sign of the you know Clearly, the success of Colby, the longevity of Colby, is a sign that God was was really had a hand in its founding and its development, 
And so as the caretakers, as we as the caretakers of Colby right now have to make sure that we're maintaining that or that we're, we're continuing to do what God wants Colby to do right now. And, and clearly, since he gave us a, a direction from its very foundation, um, try to hold that in, as much as we can. It's, it's a maintenance. It's sort of a discovery and a maintenance of something that was already there. And Stephen and I both like to think of creating new things and, and, and all of that. And so we talked about, I've, I was asking Stephen about this personally, why, um, why, why not, would it be easier to just kind of start from scratch or whatever and just, just sort of say, let's, let's just start from here and build something new instead of digging way back into all this. But he mentioned the, the blessing and God's hand um, upon Colby, which I've known from the beginning. And, and he, he, he said um, something about if, you, if like investing your time, where do you look? You look to where the grass is already green. That's, that's one way of making a decision on where am I going to invest my time? Where am I going to invest my efforts? And I definitely feel that at Colby. It's like if, if I can help... I want to help in a place that I really do feel like God has been blessing, and that's Colby. I've been meaning to ask you more about your media appearances. You've been on the Relevant Radio a number of times now. Do you, is that, you have more of those in your future? Um, those come up pretty like quickly. It's like, can, yeah. can you do this later this week or okay. early next week? So I don't have anything scheduled right now, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking something will come up. I, I did a, a longer interview with... Um, I think it's called Good Shepherd Radio, mm-hmm. which is more more local somewhere, but they have a podcast out there that that should be out. Um, that was a lot of fun. He he was very curious about Colby itself. What is Colby? What makes it different? And he was he knew homeschooling really well. The guy I was talking to, but um, he wanted to really find out what was different about Colby or what we do well. And so that was a fun one. I I like live radio. It's it's fun because you know that. You know, it's just there. And what happens is, I think the first time they had me on, or the first few times, they're like, okay, this guy isn't going to say anything crazy. He's not going to hesitate too long between whatever. And so it's I, if I sound okay on live radio, you're safe then. And, then, <laughs> and I think that's what's happened. That's the only reason they're calling me on. They're like, we can. he's not going to ruin it. You know. <laughs> I was wondering, actually... Between podcasting and the live radio, I kind of like live radio because they they also don't take any risks because they don't want to throw you off in a, in in a podcast situation they can they can throw a curveball because if you if you bomb they can just edit it out yeah. but yeah. on the radio it's just it's really easy to just it's it's like playing wiffle ball with my seven year old and mm. uh, <laughs> you know just hitting home runs over and over. So. <laughs> for success that way yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's helpful to have an idea of what to expect they probably prep you a bit before yeah you know, uh, it's, so, coming. It, it's been surprising the technology that they use is different for different shows some it's just mm-hmm. a cell phone some they have a thing that you have to log into and plug a mic in and kind of like how we do this mm-hmm. um, and then as far as a script that some do that they'll send you we're gonna basically talk about this and our marketing guy, Josh Beckman, is really good at communicating with them. Um, here's what we'd like to say, and then he, if if I need anything, he he kind of gives me some pointers. Like here, he's the guy behind the scenes, so I don't really have to search that hard for the the script is kind of there. 
and I just choose which thing to hit. But I have been surprised once in a while they'll they'll will will sort of agree we're going to talk about this, and and it goes somewhere else even on live radio. So I don't I'm not always prepared for those, but nothing's been so outside that I can't handle it. So you're good at you're good at at going with the flow like that. That I was thinking during. Earlier this afternoon, when I was asking families, just a few questions, we just had a few that we were asking them because we were hoping to talk to lots of folks. And so we were trying to keep it to just a few questions, but they would say something, and then I would be like, okay, I want to know more about that, but I'm not going to go there now because that will take us. So you found much a bunch long. of new podcast guests. I do. Yes. I have a long list now, so I'm excited <laughs> about that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, just in some of the conversations with people, it will be nice to get some people that at least we've talked to on the podcast who have some amazing stories about um, one mother was talking about how you know which we've heard this before but working through Colby with their children really helped to strengthen to bring the faith to them even a conversion story I heard today that Mm -hmm. Colby was able to play a part in that so that's that always makes you feel I mean both happy because this is happening but you know, we've heard that sort of thing so many times, which which I always have to kind of I like to bring back to my my mind the mothers who have said, yeah, I was my faith wasn't strong, and then I started teaching my my child the the religion courses, and we it kept building. And I learned about my faith. It's like that's a wonderful thing, and it's it's one of the things you wouldn't get if you know if you had to send your child to a school or chose to to not be engaged in it. So it's always it's like yes, this is what we're this is what we're all about here. And that'd be one thing I'd be interested in, about how that works with the online academy because our mom has talked a lot about that from when she and I were doing the homeschool courses. And since my parents just had the one student, they were able to at various times buy two copies of the ninth grade, tenth grade books, and our mom would read along with me. She's spoken a lot about that. And I don't know if it would have had the same effect if she was monitoring the just the online thing. So I wonder, I'm sure that there's different um, ways that that plays out with the various platforms um, that can benefit families. Yeah. I think is you have, just like sending your, your child to a, well, maybe not to the same extent, but like sending your child to a brick and mortar school, as a parent, you're going to have to be very deliberate about that then. And I know one of the things we're talking about is providing extra help for parents is like if you're a homeschooling parent, could we start making sure they have questions like dinner, questions to ask at the dinner table this week, you know, because they're reading through this stuff. You know, what if we gave them something like, hey, ask them about this, because then at least maybe it give you some of those prompts to say, hey, tell me, are you reading about this right now? Tell me, tell me about that. And then, you know, I, this happens for me, at least when my son starts telling me things he's reading about. It's like, wow, that sounds amazing. So wait, what happened? And then oftentimes I'll see if I can find either that book or another book that's going to tell me about the same thing and pick it up. But hopefully we'll get will continue to get that even if it's not the nice you know, mm-hmm. that'd be great yeah and I've, yeah. I've experienced that with my kids being taking the online classes in high school like I, I know I'm missing the fullness of that experience and I think often like I I want to be going I'm going to do this myself one of these days I'm going to end up with my own Colby <laughs> high school experience <laughs> 
That, that yeah. is going to happen to somebody. Somebody is going to, they had gotten a degree in something years ago, and then they, they homeschooled their kids, and they're like, I'm going to grad school with this yeah. background I've gotten teaching my kids now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Colby Parent Honorary Degree. That's what we need, right? It's coming up. <laughs> We've right. got to do that. Like <laughs> graduation. Yep. Do it through the Colby cast, you know? Yeah. Do, it, do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I've always thought that, you know, especially like the long term, I mean, any homeschooling is great, but sometimes I get, I'll see a, a mother who's just like been homeschooling for 25 years and it's her last child, the last direct child that she's going to be working with. And it's like, these people should get some sort of yeah. trophy, yes. statue. I don't know. I don't know what, but but the, but then I realized, oh wait, it's not over yet for them though, because hopefully they'll they'll be having grandchildren that that they can, can or mentoring their children yeah. as a as a mother, helping them with the homeschooling and the different processes. That so. happened today. A mom got very emotional. It was it was looking at her daughter on on the stage, and the, and she said, "This is." really hard for us because we started homeschooling with Colby 20 years ago or whatever, 23 years ago, I think she said, and, the, and it was the youngest now. Yeah. So, man, it was, uh, and, and that to me now is, is starting to hit me now that I have a teenager where I'm like, wow, I can't believe five years and she'll be up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've been thinking about that a lot too, like when the homeschooling chapter ends, Yeah. what that is like and... Yeah. What the next chapter could looks be a good like, episode yeah. right there. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. Well, it's, it's, it's I think a good thing for our society today is because parenting isn't this get them to graduation and then they've got their high school diploma out the door they go, or even if you want to push it back to college graduation if you think that's important, but that's that's not the end of parenting. That's just the mm-hmm. end of, mm-hmm. and it's harder today. Just like we talk about being a, a, a remote school families are remote these days it used to be you wouldn't leave your your area you'd you'd have your grandparents and your aunts and uncles and nieces and nephews and you know cousins and everything like i think i was related to everybody in my county when i growing up (laughs) but now people i mean my children aren't likely to stay in in batesville arkansas where where we live now they'll head off to other bigger areas and meet people or Maybe we'll get some priests out of them. I don't know, I'm not sure. But, uh, it's harder. So as a parent, I think just like we have to be more intentional about taking advantage of these times together or making sure we're being in front of people. I think as a family, you just have to do more of that if you're not blessed to have everybody right there. There are elements about this that I can tell are helping me be ready for the next <laughs> chapter and then other things that... Oh, I didn't do as well at that, or I didn't. I still have work to do in this area to help my child. Anyway, it's all part of it, I think. So, yeah. What else, guys? Good. Feel tired. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's wonderful conversing. There's also that, like, okay, (laughs) we're getting tired now. We're all getting introverted out. Yeah. Yeah. It sure has been great. Being with y'all here at, in Atlanta, and thanks for doing this with us. Thank you. Yeah, it's been awesome. Thank you. Subscribe to the Colby Cast on your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss an episode. And let us know how we're doing by leaving a rating or a review. And as always, feel free to email us at podcast at colby.org. 
Mary, our mother, pray for us. St. Maximilian Kolbe, pray for us. Ad maiorem Dei Gloriam.